If the rest of you are going to let him catch the ball outside the three-second lane, drive all the way in there without one man challenging him, then I'm leaving and you guys are going to run till you can't eat supper. Now I'm tired of this baloney. I'm sick and heckin' tired of an 8-10 record. I'm heckin' tired of losing a... Ba, 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 sky, you, ma. Welcome to Opa Podcast. It's Axe Week! It was also hate week. Happy Wisconsin hate week, y'all. <laughs> Today's hosts are... Aruns. Yay. Griffin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drinking my tea. Uh, Wyatt. Yeah, you drink a lot of tea. And Jason. All right, quick over sports recap. Your third ranked and your Big Ten regular season champions women's volleyball is 22. Four and two overall, 18 on the Big Ten. They wrap up their regular season with two away games at Penn State and at Rutgers. Next up, your 19th ranked men's hockey. We're a volleyball school. We're a volleyball <laughs> school, yeah. Yep. So your 19th ranked men's hockey team is 3-5-1 overall, 1-1 one one in the Big Ten. Their next series is against the uh, Big Ten opponent of Michigan State Spartans at home and three of Marina at Mariucci this weekend. Your second ranked women's hockey is 11-2 overall, 9-2-1 in the WCHA, uh, beating the Huskies last weekend, sweeping them. Their next series is the Windjammer Classic versus the St. Lawrence Saints on the 23rd, and then either Vermont or Syracuse on the 24th. <laughs> next up is men's basketball. They're 3-0 and overall, 0-0 on the Big Ten. Defeating Texas A&M 69-64 to in Vancouver Classic on Sunday night. That was a gritty win. Yep. Thank and their God. next game is on Tuesday tonight against Santa Clara. And then... Tonight is uh, your women, 25th ranked women's hockey, women's basketball, I'm sorry. They're 3-0, 0-0 in the Big Ten, um, defeating San Diego State on Saturday night. And, of course, tonight is their game versus Cornell. And then uh, women's soccer that was uh, defeated by UCLA 5-0. So they had their run, but they're still good. Now, uh, next up, se- next segment is Hot Takes post-Northwestern game. Um, we lost 14-24. to why not all of you? Got all of them. You got all the hot takes, boy. Never. Okay. Well, I can't say never. Anyway, you know when we started uh, the podcast, we all introduced ourselves, and it was really sad. And I think that might be the sound of knowing that you just gave away your sixth win on Senior Day. Um. For the last, this season, pretty much, it's been our offense that had to keep us in the game. And it's been our defense that was just causing all of these issues for the most of the year. Then, Uncle Joe Rossett takes over. And all of a sudden, it's our defense keeping us in the game. And by defense, I mean 20 tackle Blake Cashman and 10 tackle uh, Jacob Huff. Uh, they were grown-ass. Those, those seniors left it all on the field that day. us in this game, and our offense tried to give us give the game away. And Northwestern took it. Hot take, Northwestern is not a great team. They are not a great team. But I think Coach Fleck said it best. They are the Probably one of the only teams in the Big Ten that will not beat themselves. Yeah. We let them beat us. Sorry, where's the hot take in here? 
I mean, oh. Oh, hey, we don't want to disrespect. Oh, I already did disrespect Northwestern. I'm not saying they're not a great team. But, I mean, hot take, Muhammad Ibrahim still the best, and Zach Anikstead should be the starter after uh, the last few weeks I said I like Tanner Morgan more. But what I've uh, realized is, and this was especially looking back at the Iowa game, as problematic as Zach can be, he could also be just as explosive for every interception he can throw, he will also throw a touchdown that you're like, what? So he'll be like one and one for yeah. touchdown yeah. interception ratio. So I disagree with that because, you know, I was on the Zach train to start with. And now I have switched over to Tanner Morgan because Tanner Morgan, it's mostly because of the escapability. We are not an offense if Zach sits in the pocket and gets sacked. But. And I'm referring more so to, just to be clear, I'm referring more so to healthy Zach Annex did. He's got so before there. he got hurt. <laughs> before he got hurt, Zach, I'm gonna make a play Annex did. And it may be a stupid play, but it's a play he gonna. But go for the play. most part, he's playing non-conference games. He started he, what one Big Ten game? He started a few. He started most of them until Nebraska. Yeah, was it Nebraska? Started, Nebraska that was, was his last. He started start. Nebraska, so he played. He threw three touchdowns against Iowa. How many quarterbacks have thrown three touchdowns against Iowa this year? True. Not a lot. No. <laughs> Iowa games have not been. Who got us our fifth before. win on a sixty-seven-yard touchdown to Bateman? It's Indiana. <laughs> Who got us our first three? Uh, against non-conference teams. Are you going to disrespect Fresno State like that? Fresno State. Yeah, is I just let him disrespect. Yo, I just, State I just disrespected easily, Fresno State. Fresno State is easily the best team we've beaten. Okay, no, Purdue was the best team we've beaten. I, I was like, say, what are you? Purdue you are, buddy. But like, are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Very much so. Uh, which one's ranked? Which one had to play Ohio State and Wisconsin and Northwestern and us and others? Somebody got to play uh, San Diego State and whoever the heck else is in that conference. I don't know. Nobody. (laughs) Boise State is in their Smurf turf to which they soundly lost. So like I said, Purdue is the best one we played. But close second is Fresno State. And Zach Anix did wheeled us out of that game. So And Antoine. Anyway, that's that's me. No, but you mentioned Mohammed, like, you know, he's a, already a bad man, but he only had compared to Isaiah Bowser, who Isaiah Bowser had twenty nine carries for eighty five yards, so two point nine average. But you look at Mohammed, he had twenty carries, ninety eight yards, and it was four point nine. About like, five yards a carry? Yeah, he was productive. Yeah. Is, yeah, we know. Like we watched the game against yeah. Ohio State. We- <laughs> Muhammad! But to be fair, Northwestern is a far better run defense True. than Ohio State. See the Maryland game. That's entertaining. But that's still what, not a good What killed us that game was the turnovers. Tanner threw two interceptions, and then we had one fumble that they recovered. Should have been, too. Yeah. So was that three turnovers? I think the math. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mm. All is the program. 
and that's at least six points because it happened well in our uh, on Northwestern's part of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we win by ten. That's uh, let's see, Emmett's missed field goal. Mm-hmm. We have another potential three points. Yep. Uh, another potential three points. Yep. And we let Clayton Thorson run for a touchdown. <laughs> Over 10 yards? <laughs> Excuse me. You look what? like Tom Brady when he's running. <laughs> oh, Big Ben against Jacksonville. He's like, ah! <laughs> I was like, every time, why, every time Clayton Thorson runs, it looks like he's going to trip over just air. Just, just <laughs> uh, I'm going to fall. And I imagine... How disrespected you gotta feel as a defense, knowing that you let this lead-footed dude put the game away. But you know, I see him running faster than I ever have, probably because Blake Cashman is on the other side. And he's like, wait, wait, nope, wait. I did say last week. I did what, say last week about Clayton Thorson. I said, look, he is not a mobile guy. But I remember I watched that Wisconsin game where he juked three, four dudes <laughs> to get in that end zone. And I said, we might might need to watch out for this. Well. And guess who didn't put a spy on him? The Minnesota Golden Gophers. You know what? We ain't even going to put – nope, we are not putting this game on our defense. Our defense played their hearts out. Yeah, they did. They hey, did. fun note. Third down, we only allowed four for 13 mm-hmm. on third down and 0-2 on fourth down. Mm-hmm. So, our like, defense played their hearts yeah. out. It's fine. And our seniors left it all on the line, too. Blake Cashman yeah, and Jacob Hull just left it out there. Mm-hmm. If they could please bring that effort into this week, that would be great. I appreciate it, yeah. Bring us home the axe. <laughs> but but uh, this this Wisconsin week is uh, Joseph Rossi's real test to how he can run a defense. Because right now, to me, he's just looking like a nice tall glass of Pepsi. <laughs> gets, gets the job done short term. But long term, you want that nice Coke glass <laughs> with that Tracy Clay, Jerry <laughs> Kell bite of a defense. What you wearing right now? <laughs> what, what, what am I drinking right now? <laughs> we're about in school, right, school. We're about school, yo. Oh Lord, you know if we're able to keep, uh, we'll talk about him later. We'll talk about that demigod later. Do you have anything wanted for this particular game? Well, I don't. For Wisconsin? For uh, Northwestern? No, we're still on Northwestern. Today. Hey, can we talk about my boy? Oh, my God. Can we talk about, can we for okay. once you know talk what? about I, my boy? We should stats. just cut him. Jacob Herbers, <laughs> his longest was 58-yard punt, average 46.3. Yeah. He's averaging 41.4 yards per punt on the season. And that okay. game he had 46.3. And how many of them has he put coffin corner? Lynn. You know you're a Minnesota fan when the best thing you have to brag about is my punter. <laughs> we got Blake Cashman to brag about right now. Oh, we can, yeah, we can, we can brag about it. That him. man had more tackles than we had points. Oh. <laughs> Put that into perspective. Our offense, bruh. <laughs> Same. 
<laughs> Our offense did not produce, and they did not keep us in that game whatsoever. Nope. They tried their hardest to give the game away, in which they did. And I don't want to really, like, take too much away from Northwestern, because right. someone has to be there to pick the ball off. Someone has to catch that ball. Someone has to get around our offensive line. And also, shout out to Donnell Green for being injured again. Hopefully, he will be back this weekend. But once again, we see what happens when Sam Schluter is, is anywhere on the offensive line. Wait, that was him? <clears throat> Donnell wasn't playing? Donnell Green was no. not player. Neither oh. was uh, Terrell uh, Smith. Terrell Smith. Terrell Smith. Terrell Smith. T-Time? T-time, yeah. T-Time was not playing either. So we had Coney Durr. Coney Durr. He did I. Yeah, he did I. Right. Yeah. Hey, but he the, picked off Ohio State. He did pick off Ohio State. But then he got targeting call in another game later that. Nah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> fine. But hopefully both of them will be uh, back. Y'all want to move on to Okay, um, before we move on, team. who's your necton then for this game? Blake Cashman. How is that even a question? That. I agree with Look, that. Blake I Cashman. I see the point. Look, I, I, I will give um, Tyler Johnson some credit because we should appreciate him on being a 1,000-yard receiver. Whoa! When Whoa! was the last time that happened? Eric Decker. Quite quietly. Woo! Quite quietly. It is the quietest 1,000-yard season. season I've ever heard of. And I like it. Um, and we have one more game to help his stats. So True. But Blake Cashman deserves all the love. For Necton. Oh, absolutely. Like, this is when he came out on the field and started attacking people. You know who's looking like John Cena on the first drive? Muhammad Ibrahim. Like he smacked him to the That wasn't Muhammad Ibrahim. Who was that? That was Muhammad! Woo! Oh, God, I love Muhammad Ibrahim. I just want everyone to just think about the fact that next year he's going to be the third dude on the depth chart. That's terrifying. Anyway, so any Big Ten defense. In the press Ooh. conference, though, Mohammed did lose Ooh. someone close to in his life last week before the game. And he wasn't at, like, 100% emotionally, too. But he still but played he still like played. a boss. He still put that. That man, well, he's a grown man. <laughs> and it's like... The amount, because he doesn't have the natural breakaway speed that Rodney Smith has nope. or the vision that Rodney has. Nope. God, we miss Rodney, don't we? Yes, we do. He doesn't have, hey, frankly, the strength, the pure strength that Shannon Brooks has. No. But. He's an animal all his own. But. <laughs> this man, oh, he not. plays with, when Peter Flick talks about, like, the how. Mm-hmm. This man just doesn't want to go down. No. He he will hit you. You will take those hands, rated E for everyone, <laughs> and you will sit down. Yeah. And I love that. And Northwestern was and a quality defense. And he's a pile pusher, too. Sorry, what's that man's You see name? his legs churning, what's and that he will push. Name? What? Come <laughs> on. Sorry, Tom, all right. that's all I want. I had to get that one more time. All right, so next segment, uh, Wisconsin. <clears throat> Against the Wisconsin Badgers. <clears throat> so they're currently 7-4 and four overall. 5-3 <laughs> and three in the conference. And Pat Fitzgerald thinks they're disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> you remember 
when Wisconsin lost to the Mormons. <laughs> BYU. You remember when Akron beat Northwestern? True. Oh. You remember when we lost to Illinois? I think that's almost as bad as losing to Akron and BYU. Yeah. I think so. That's, it's fine. Yeah. That might be worse. So ESPN <laughs> has us winning by 16.6%, and the betting pool is at minus 10 on Wisconsin. Hmm. So they yeah. have us losing. Yep. Let's, let's not call it they have us winning. Yeah. They have us losing. Mm-hmm. You know, here's my thing. I thought going into this last weekend, I said, if we can beat Northwestern, we can beat Wisconsin. We could have beat Northwestern. And I think we could beat Wisconsin if it weren't for the fact that this weekend something beautiful happened. Because the week prior they played uh, Penn State and got, well, soundly uh, beat uh, by Penn State. And I think that part of the reason why is because Alex Hornibrook or Mitch Leitner Part 2 um, went down. And so they had to put Jack Cohn in, and they realized very quickly that somehow they found a quarterback that was even less competent than Alex Hornibrook. <laughs> but then, <laughs> Alex Hornibrook is not a great quarterback, y'all. Anyway, no, oh, we know, man. sorry. <laughs> Alex Hornibrook's not a good quarterback. There you go. Anyway, and so this last week against Purdue, I watched something that I didn't expect to see. Well, not that I didn't expect to see it, but I was waiting to see how long it would take Wisconsin to realize this. They still have one man on that team. Well, I think calling him a mere man would be disrespectful. They have this one demigod on their team who single-handedly, and I don't use that lightly, single-handedly beat Purdue by himself. He needed two feet. Anyway, Jonathan Taylor, 300-plus yards on Purdue's defense. Him by himself. There's something to be said about a defense that knows you're going to run it, loads the box, and you still average 10 yards a carry. There's something to be said about them loading the box so bad that they gave up two touchdowns and no interceptions to Jack Cohn because they were so afraid of Jonathan Taylor and it didn't matter because he still beat them by himself. That's what we have to go up against this weekend. Now the good At Camp Randall. Yeah, Camp Randall. Of course, BYU did beat Wisconsin at Camp Randall, so I don't, I don't. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but, like, when I look at this game, like I looked at the Purdue game um, versus Wisconsin, what did I learn? You can score points on a Wisconsin. We can score points on Wisconsin. Their defense, kind of like ours, is especially on the back end because Connolly is a scary dude. But on the back end and their secondary, Eagles fly together. Yes, Griffin. On their back end, they are nicked up. They are young. And we got some dudes who can eat. 
Now, so you want to see a Philly Philly? No. No, if Rashad, <laughs> Bate, if Rashad Bateman could catch the ball this weekend, that would be uh, greatly appreciated as opposed to just dropping balls that hit you in the chest. You know what? You're messing up Tanner Morgan's completion percentage. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that's... What was the final score of the Purdue-Wisconsin game? 47-44. yeah. In triple overtime. Okay. Ask Maryland about overtimes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Remember when uh, Maryland almost put Ohio State in their grave? And then you remember, remember when Maryland scored them? on two plays and they decided to go for two LeBrons? How did that turn out again? When you have a worse quarterback than Connor Rhoda and Demery Croft on your sideline and you decide you're going to go in and have him play anything where you're going to throw the ball, I have to question your sanity just a little bit because you knew you had this man who I believe was averaging something like 14-something yards a carry, and you decide that you're going to put in, what's his name? What's his, what's his name? Does anybody actually know their quarterback's name? What is it? Google uh, does. Pickham Hill and... Uh, it wasn't Big Ramiro. Uh, Case was uh, Casem Hill and who else Casey was Hill it? And, um, yeah, it's Casem Hill. Who's, just, the, who's the second one? Terrell Pigram. Pigram. Yeah, yeah it was Casey Hill or Pigram. Piggy. Oh, Piggy. Because you Piggy. know what happens when you decide that you're gonna screw up the game by just having your quarterback throw. This is what happens. And that's why you run the ball. <laughs> anyway, I'm good. I'm good. Back to Wisconsin. Back, back to y'all. Uh, Seattle hat, huh? I'm running the ball. It's okay. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're all fine. So, what? No, no. Uh, keys of the game then to win for Wisconsin? Offense. What elaborate? Uh, Seth Green. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth Green. Can we actually use more of our tight ends? Did we ever use any of them during the Northwestern game? Nah. No. We do not like to disguise them as blockers and let them run free. Like the Purdue game, Paulson. <sighs> let's do that again, please. Kirk, are or, you listening to or me? Brevin Spanforth. I'm pretty or sure Kirk Scirocco ain't listening him? to you. No, he ain't. He really but he's still doing good stuff. I'll, I'll go with him. Keys to the game. Uh, there's a bad man in that backfield. There's a lot of bad men. Uh, there's Wisconsin. a lot of bad men <laughs> no, in that backfield. In, in, the ba- in the backfield in Wisconsin. Yeah. There's one particularly bad man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's not the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the quarterback. the quarterback. His name is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we've and talked about him before. Must be stopped. How many yards he get? Three, three hundred and three. Too many. Three. Too many for a defense. Better question. How many yards does he need to break the record? He need about four hundred and four hundred thirteen yards to break Melvin Gordon's record. He better not even come close. Mm. 
Um, so just to be more specific, um, he ran 321 yards against um, Purdue, averaging 9.7 yards per carry and three touchdowns. Uh, bro. Okay. So. He's a man who must be stopped at all costs. Yeah, we know. Here's, here's my thing. You're not stopping. You're you're not stopping Jonathan Taylor. No, that's not truly stopping. Unless you Jonathan. do whatever voodoo that Northwestern did. To well, uh, say we better we better ask them nicely what voodoo you do. But what I think you can do is you can turn this into a BYU game. They can let Jonathan Taylor get his yards. Yeah, like 145 on him. That's fine. Let him get his yards. Stop him in the red zone. If you can keep Wisconsin to field goals, because they are not an explosive offense at all. Their wide receivers are really talented, but they are very inconsistent. And keep uh, them to remind field me goals. who their quarterback is. Um, it looks like it may be uh, one Jack Cone. Cone. Connor yeah. wrote a light. Indeed. Jack Cohn, I think, has a, uh, was it five yards an attempt? So. Ding and dunk. Ding So they may have talented receivers, but he ain't got a talented arm. He looking like Tom Brady. Everyone's everyone's like, oh, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Oh, my God, he's here. And he just throws it to, like, Dion Lewis, like anyone else in the backfield five yards, and then they run and get the first down. You know, Tom Brady would put up his left hand to slap you, but it's covered with rings, so it's heavy. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, are you disrespecting Tom Brady on our program? Yeah, dude. Look, I don't even like Tom Brady, but I ain't going to disrespect the man. I'm going to give him his mountain due anyway. Uh, and my other thing is, look, so they've proven, Purdue showed, well, pretty much everyone in the Big Ten, hell, Rutgers showed that you can score on this team. So my thing is, my hopeful message that will reach telepathically into Kirk Sharata's head because BYU did this as well. PJ, if you're listening, you better no. tell Kirk to start. No, 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 no Kirk no, no, has no, been no, listening no, no, right no. now. Kirk, this is this is for Kirk. Every trick in the book. You you do not get a second chance at this. Every trick in the book. Throw it out there. This might be the only game where I'd actually like to see. Run, run, pass. Why? Because of their nicked up defense in the back. So you open up the pass game with Muhammad. But I ask you, wouldn't you rather open up the run, open up the run game with their pass game, with our pass game? Because you know that their back end is weak, so right. you force them to pull their safeties back into coverage. <laughs> what? Camera's on memory. <laughs> well, Ron's we talked so much the past couple of weeks that we ran out of videos. <laughs> That's great. Hey, well, no, well, no. You, you, know, you know that their secondary is not great. If we can get consistent passing. Right. Opening it up quickly, then we can run it. Right. Because what Wisconsin's going to do is what they do in every freaking game they've ever played in 
the history of Wisconsin, which is they're going to do ball control, ground and pound. What is their def What is their offense not equipped to do? Fight back into a game. That is not what their offense is made for. Their offense is made for we are going to first get ahead, then we are going to take as much uh, time off the clock as humanly possible. I think the last time I read, I think we lead the Big Ten. This scared me. Uh, we lead the Big Ten in explosive passing plays. We average like 14 yards a pass. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Thank you, Rashad. Thank, Thank you, you, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you, funny. Crab. And it's funny because we do it on the same crossing route. <laughs> right. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like when, when we open up the pass game because of the run, we have three great receivers. And Seth Green has caught everything we threw at him so far. Yeah, That's what, I'm two saying. passes? Hey, he caught him both. He yeah, caught him both. For what, five yards? But yeah, he I'm caught like, him. But. Look, um, against, was it against Purdue, we did the uh, trick play, the Tanner Morgan to Tyler Johnson throw it down to Rashad Bateman. You know what? Screw it. Let's do it again. You know what? We sh- you know what? Instead of that, first play of the game, you put in Seth Green – and we Wisconsin. said it last week. I know. Put in Jacob Herbert. Just for and the have him throw the ball. Okay. For the Ignore whole him. first drive, and Wisconsin be like, <laughs> they're like, wait, uh, what? Uh, is he is he gonna run? Oh, it's right. He can pass too. He was recruited as a quarterback. He's a higher rated quarterback recruit than either of our starters. Hello, anyway. And he be, and he be. So he ain't going down. And he's the green line is going to come through. The green line train to downtown your end zone. That's because <laughs> you know it's the good thing that we have going for us is Wisconsin doesn't have a resume that they need to like play for. You remember when we thought they were going to the playoffs? <laughs> uh, they don't <laughs> playoffs. Oh, well, don't talk about. Playoffs? No, Lee Corso had them winning the national title this year. Lee Corso, I don't trust Lee Corso as far as I can throw He said Wisconsin, and the Big Ten said, okay. Actually, screw that. The Mormon said, <laughs> So, yeah. Hey, remember when uh, the Florida-Georgia game happened and Lee Corso disrespected Georgia by picking Florida? Um, they did get mollywhopped by Georgia, so, and it was at the swamp. So, yeah. And Dan Mullen. So, anyway, back to Wisconsin. Um, so offense put everything out on the field. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. defense. Uh, do uh, defense. We do don't have do. to stop him. And they and we, we, we can't open up the run too. That, that'll confuse. Or at least keep him off the red zone. Ball. We got to keep Take him it. under four hundred and thirteen yards. Homie, we trying to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they win games. <laughs> oh man, we we ain't worried about because look, if we if that our goal, I think they won. That was against number sixteen Nebraska, and they beat them like fifty one to uh, ten. Look, if we trying to keep them under four hundred yards, that means we already losing by thirty points, and I ain't trying to do that. Hot take, you heard it here first. We keep them under a hundred. Hundred yards rushing. Oh yeah, you out of your mind? What? Oh. But do we win? Because we, no. Jack Cone is going to beat us? No, I 
our offense is going to lose the game for us again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, you will not disrespect us and say that Jack Cohn's going to be. Watch Jack Cohn throw for five touchdowns, zero interceptions. But no, you will not disrespect our defense and say that Jack Cohn's going to beat us. That's why I said offense. Yeah. All right, then, what's your predictions then? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, you guys are going to hate me for this. Scott, oh, I'm okay. saying win. We're going to win. What? 34 to 3. You believe. 31, <laughs> 31 big boys. <laughs> you believe. All right. Bye. Oh, uh, he has faith. You will die. You I want the axe to come home. He has faith, yo. We haven't had it since 06. 03. 03. you going 31-24, Wisconsin. That's okay. bold. That's bold. Okay. Oh, you want me to go next? Yeah, we want you to go next. 35-17, Wisconsin. That was wow. close to what I was going to say. Usually <laughs> I had 38-20. to Hmm. Wisconsin. That's almost Eddie. exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I was, uh, was Just like, gives Herbers one more chance to hold. You need to stop. I will <laughs> not stop until he wins the Ray guy. But I will and I'll shut up. But I will say this. If we were miraculously No, I'm not even gonna say under hundred. If we were able to keep Jonathan Taylor under around one thirty yards, I think we win. I think you we keep win. him under one thirty. Does 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 our running back do the same thing though? If he puts up over a hundred if he if he puts up uh, over a hundred yards, that means and he is in Muhammad. Muhammad, okay. is it Muhammad or, or is Muhammad. it Muhammad? Uh, no, right it, now it's just Muhammad. Let him. Let him do it. Let him. Let him, let him, let him earn the other one. Let him do it. But I'm, I mean, like I, if he's able to run like that, if he's able to run like he ran against Northwestern, and say for some reason our wide receivers decide to. Have no not hands. drop balls uh, this week. Matt if, Simon, I'm calling. If we can get a performance out of Rashad Bateman like he had against Illinois, that was when Tyler Johnson got hurt to be or fair. Indiana. And then Ty or Johnson Indiana. to be Ty Johnson. No, I mean, uh, if against Illinois, Rashad Bateman had like 175 yards. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Johnson got hurt, so he couldn't uh, help. It. So if you can have – basically everything has to click mm-hmm. to beat Wisconsin. Load the box if they're going to get you over the top. If you're going to leave your safety zone an island. If you I see an eye formation, you load the box. If you see an eye formation, mm-hmm. yes, everybody. Because hey. that often, because we talk a lot about Jonathan Taylor, but what we need to be talking about is those five men in the trenches who is sitting right there in the trenches. Them giants, the five Daniel Fileles. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Purdue might have loaded the box with nine guys, but they didn't have a bad man named Blake Cashman. That's fair. 20 tackles. And a Jacob Huff. Jacob Huff? What tackles? Jacob Huff ain't good. I mean, Blake Cashman is the same one who missed every single possible tackle against, uh, what's his name? Reggie Bush? Not Reggie Bush. Reggie Reggie Corbin. Corbin. Wait, hold up. Wait, we had Reggie Corbin looking like Reggie Bush. Who that name? Who that name? Which Reggie Bush? You know what that is. Yeah, so can we go into some hot takes? 
the West hot takes. You want to talk about the West? You want to talk about the West? <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk, talk about, about the next year. East. I, I want to talk about the East. I don't because there's a big game going on this week. I don't care. How <laughs> dare you disrespect the likes of a Michigan Ohio State game for the Big Ten East Championship? No, I'm more so concerned. I think this week, I. I look at the game that I care about even more so than Michigan-Ohio State. And that is the Nebraska-Iowa game. Ooh. Huh. Here's okay. the reason why. For the first time in my life, and probably the only time in my life, I am rooting for Iowa to beat the crap out of Nebraska. Oh, Lord Jesus, yes. I'll support that. I need them to beat the crap out of Nebraska. And here's the reason why. When you look at next year, and this is why I said I want to talk about the West next year, it has always been a presumed thing that Wisconsin, it's Wisconsin and everyone else. This year, as it has been proven, psych. It is uh, no longer Wisconsin. It is not Wisconsin else. and everyone else. Who run who won the Big Ten West this year? <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> so I'm... Um, so what I'm saying is, looking at next year, I think at what's coming back. Because Wisconsin's bringing back Jonathan Taylor. I think they lose a few of their offensive linemen, but they bring back Jonathan Taylor. They're all draft prospects, too. They're all draft prospects. They also bring back, well, they're bringing in a very talented quarterback. Northwestern next year is bringing in a five-star quarterback named Hunter Johnson. You may remember him from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They're bringing that in. Nebraska's bringing back Adrian Martinez, and as much as I hate a Nebraska, Adrian Martinez is a grown man. With the JD Spielman. Uh, Illinois is bringing back. They're not bringing back their quarterback, but they are bringing in also a five star athlete who is going to be a quarterback more than likely. And then you have us bringing back our four horsemen of running backs. All our wide receivers, our offensive line. Uh, Most of our defense minus one, Blake Cashman. And so what I never want to happen is for hype to run into the offseason. If Iowa wins, it's business as usual. If Nebraska wins, we will never hear the end of it. Ever hear the end of it. Of Nebraska? Oh, yeah. They won't shut up. They will not shut up if they win this game. They're already not shutting up, and they only They're have not, three. They think they've won the Super Bowl, and they beat an anemic Michigan State team without uh, all of their wide receivers. Uh, a Bethune Cookman. Bethune Cookman. <laughs> and us with an injured quarterback, and our actual quarterback currently, Tanner Morgan, didn't come in until the second half, to which he scored 22 unanswered points. Anyway, should have been And had a Rob Smith. Of a defensive coordinator. And a Rob Smith's defensive coordinator. Oof. Like, they won't shut up. And that's why I'm saying I am rooting Iowa. Please do not let Nebraska beat you all this weekend. Because I will say, I'm saying this. If Nebraska wins uh, this weekend, I think they win the West next year. They're a good threat. Because if they don't win, I think we win the West next year. We really? are... With everything we bring back, the schedule gets easier. Oh, true. We don't have Ohio State next we year. Don't. 
You got I a Penn State team that's struggling. Penn State team without Trace McSorley. A Fresno Rutgers. State without Keyshawn Johnson. And Marcus McMarion. Yeah. Oh, Rutgers. We get Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> oh, Art. Anyway. Hey, shout out to Rutgers. Who's the Thank third you. Big Ten East team that we're playing? We're playing Maryland, Maryland again, but we get them at home. We got Maryland again? Yep, really? but but it's not the fourth game of the season. So, so Antoine can't be able to say he's been cursed on the he's fourth been, game of the season with Maryland. He's been cursed, and that's what I'm like. There are games that determine the future in the in the Big Ten, but especially in the West. I thought we had the future if we were able to beat Northwestern. If we beat Northwestern, I say I don't care what happens this weekend, but Wait, because of that, hold on. What if Nebraska does beat Iowa, but we step in at Camp Randall and we beat Wisconsin? Stop. Stop with that nonsense. Now, wait, hold on. Hey, hold on. I posted it as a hypothetical. You shut your mouth. As I walk out, fight out. But if that happened, oh, we win in the West. Oh, because the ship, even though Northwestern won the West this year, there's no one who isn't saying that the West still belongs to Wisconsin. True. There's no, the West belongs to Wisconsin. And then behind Wisconsin, it's Iowa. <laughs> Northwestern won. And everyone's like, the two best teams in the West, Wisconsin and Iowa. And it's not even close. So, I'm like, but if we beat Wisconsin, I don't I don't care. Nebraska can beat them by 40. But if we beat Wisconsin, mm. first of all, build a statue to Joe Rossi. Not P.J. Flake. Build a statue to Joe Rossi. Uncle Joe. And Kirk Shiraka. Please do. Because they just earned a 27,000-year extension. All right, uh, folks. LaRon's is leaving. He has uh, other commitments, so. I'm out this. But we'll be continuing the podcast with myself, Griff, and Wyatt for a few more minutes. And then we'll wrap yeah, up from there. Uh, LaRon's don't want to talk about Michigan, Ohio State. And I'd like to say a few words. <laughs> Ohio State by 10. Oh. Oh. Yeah, for real? Of course not. Michigan gonna put a mud hole in Urban Meyer. Michigan gonna cause Urban Meyer to have health problems again. <laughs> and then leave, right? And then leave. And you know where he's going? USC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have some hot takes. All right. Um, any more hot takes from y'all? Uh, does it have to relate to Minnesota? Nope. Not no. Uh, Washington State will go off against Washington this weekend. Oh, number. Where are they ranked? Uh, Washington State, that good old Wazoo's number eight, and the uh, the good old Washington Huskies at sixteen. I but, don't think they're going off, but I think they're coming home with a sound uh, win. Uh, Washington is headed back to campus with, after a sound whooping from Tracy Clay's defense. Okay, uh, do you know Gardner Minshew? You know who he is? Wazoo's quarterback. Currently has a 70% completion percentage, 4,325 yards, and 36 touchdowns. That man is in the running for the Heisman. He came in at a great time for a Wazoo team. Do not disrespect my man. I'm not Wazoo by 20. I don't think Washington needs to take it by 20. I think they can take it by a comfortable 10. Comfortable Yeah. It was. They wins. got that um, Tracy Clay's defense. Wazoo Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. Mike Leach got that team unlocked and they going off. 
right. Ryan Griff. No, um, that's it. That's it. Um, so, did you guys watch the Monday night game last night? Oh, of course. At least the second half. We want to talk about that now. Yeah. LeBron's already left the room. I can't rip him to shreds for what he said to me last night. What did he say to you? <laughs> he told me that Kareem Hunt was a better running back than, Tiger than the tandem <clears throat> Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram over in New Orleans. Oh. How dare you disrespect that tandem over in New Orleans. That is the... Best offense in the league. So then, and the Rams. So if it came down to it, so for the NFC, who would you think would represent the NFC then? The Saints. New Orleans. The New Saints. Orleans. No doubt. In as my much mind, as I hate to say it, ain't running through New Orleans. No. And they got a great football team out there. And LA's Orleans. defense Don't got exposed last night. True. I I understand they're playing the Kansas hold City on, Chiefs. Hold on. Hold on. They got exposed. Couple weeks ago, when New Orleans stepped into the house and won. That's very true. That's very true. But also, don't I want disrespect Uncle Drew. I just want Uncle Drew to win the Super Bowl. He only has one ring, right? Technically, there are other people who I'd love to see win the Super Bowl. You know, I'd like to see Drew Brees win, but it's the guy running the show that I don't want to see with Sean others. Bain. I don't want. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to see there's him as a, a, a Super Bowl. There's one quarterback in this league who I want more than any other quarterback to win a Super Bowl. His Teddy, name Teddy is Bridgewater? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. He's out of this league in three, he, four years, maybe. He's on the age of Breeze and Brady, right? He's a little bit younger than Breeze. He's still an old man, though. He's a, he's still an old man, and he's just not going to make his far He has a ton of now. kids, though. <laughs> He got yeah, eight, we know. and he's planning on more. <laughs> 36. That man might be your real father. You don't know. <laughs> I would. That is the quarterback out of Los Angeles that I want to see win the Super Bowl. Not before he retires. I he, love to see him take right. the Super Bowl before he retires, and I think he's got a team that might just be capable of doing it in this next couple. Did of anyone years. see L. A. coming coming out with the with the season like they're having right now? The Chargers. Yeah. I was incredibly disappointed when they lost to Denver on Sunday. Yeah, I think that was their worst game of the season. It, no. I think. That's okay. I they guess. put up 22 points. Denver had to win it on the last second field goal. The Chargers have had terrible luck in the four or five years that I've been a big fan of them. Right. On the last second field goal. And uh, that hasn't reared its ugly head this year until Denver. Yeah, then my question is so... You want to, like, of course, we all want to see the quarterbacks Breeze and Philip Rivers get another Super Bowl, or at least Philip Rivers get one. I'd love game. to see Rivers. I mean, get his. but so Tom Brady's question, forty-one, but my and Philip is, Rivers is thirty-six. Oh. I mean, Philip Rivers still, if he wanted, could go at least five more years. He ain't making it as far as Tom Brady. He's not. He ain't making it as far as Drew Brees. His health is not as great as he's he used to be. not in as good a shape. He's got. He's been injured way more often than either. But then my question is. Matt Ryan's also up there in age, is he? Uh, Matt Ryan ain't deserve a Super Bowl. You don't think he does? Matt Ryan's way too inconsistent. I, no. I think he deserves it because he's a No, player. I don't. Matt Ryan has Julio Jones. And the Mohamed Sanu and the Devontae Freeman. <laughs> Julio Jones is the only name I need to throw out there. Julio Jones is one of the best three wide receivers in this league. Who plays defense? 
if you saw last week, he did not actually play on the defensive side. But uh, Matt Ryan, who does not deserve a Super Bowl, threw up a terrible pass that was about to be intercepted, and Julio went full defense and smacked that (laughs) out of his hands and said, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, incomplete pass. Uh, Philip Rivers is a quarterback I'd like to see get his. Um, I'll agree to that. Quite frankly, I don't even know why Atlanta signed him, uh, Matty Ice to a three-year, what, 90 mil? Did they do that after their Super Bowl season? Was that last year, I think? Last year. It was after the Super Bowl season. They locked him up for like three more years, and I'm just like, Philip mm. Rivers over in Los Angeles, he got Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen is an elite wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he is. But he has a very disrespectful. Melvin Gordon is also really a running back. Melvin Gordon is also, also a receiver. Hold too. on, hold on. Let's let's give Philip Rivers his respect because before he had Keenan Allen, what was he doing with Antonio Gates at tight end? You know how good the tight end position is in this league. The only tight end that we talk about being the predominant receiver on their team anymore. Maybe Gronk. He's still questionable for this next weekend, though. I said maybe. There are a couple of men in New England that can catch the football now. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers made Antonio Gates, and Antonio Gates helped make Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is making Keenan Allen, and Keenan Allen is helping build Philip Rivers. Wait, so would you rather in the Super Bowl see? The Chargers and the Saints duke it out? I'd love it. Bring Drew back to play against the Chargers? Ooh. I love it except for the fact that the Saints would win. True. <laughs> I feel so? bad for the Chargers. Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl is a whole other animal. I'd put a lot of money on that. The Super Bowl is a whole other animal. And we've seen some upsets. Yeah. You remember when the Giants took down the Patriots twice? Yeah, but, but that already happened. Yeah, but they took them down twice, and they were serious underdogs both times. It's happened, bro. I know. And you think, first of all, the Chargers are not going to make it as a 1-4 through four seed. They are going to make it to the playoffs as a wild card team. So, them coming out of the 5 seed, they'll get... Gosh, over there in the AFC, it's probably whoever wins the AFC South, ain't it? That's a crap show. See, they'll either get Pittsburgh or they'll get probably Indianapolis. The Chargers can beat either of those teams. Out of that, they probably What about the Texans? The Texans are 7-3. and three. No? Don't you dare disrespect Andrew Luck right now. Man hasn't been hit in four games. He actually has an offensive line this time. (laughs) But. I mean, Deshaun Watson and Andrew Luck are both on comeback seasons, though. Let's see. They probably get the one seed. Three seed probably won't go down. And that makes them play the Chiefs or the Patriots. Those are both winnable football games. Yeah. Los Angeles can go to the AFC Championship. They could. They could go to the Super Bowl if they want to. They got to want it. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers don't have much left in the tank. 
It's time to want it now, Anthony Lynn. <laughs> Is that their head coach? Yep. Yeah. Remember when he was a running back coach at Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Chris Ivory was running the football like nobody's business out in Buffalo? Success can come from the Mac, people. <laughs> <laughs> True. Success can come from the Mac. <laughs> Jerry Kill. <laughs> <laughs> PJ Fleck. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We'll get there. Take time. It takes time. We're, we're, we're patient fans, I think. Any more hot takes? I don't, I don't think it's a hot take, but our fa- the Minnesota fan base kind of sucks. I would agree with that. Let me... Yeah, um, um, what, uh, there was a very uh, savage tweet out there that says... at uh, Who is this? DMHGO4. He says, they draw more fans for an Eden Prairie High School game. That's true. Yep. And was it, is, yeah. this, is this not a Gopher fan, right? I don't even know. I think he probably is. If he given, is. Given that the last three letters and numbers were G O four Gopher. But. Man. It hurts, but it's true. Hey, you want my, you want my hot take? I want to go back to the Big Ten East. <laughs> <laughs> There are two teams that know what they're playing for. Michigan and Ohio State. And nobody, think, nobody. Michigan's got that game on a lot. I think Michigan wants to, doesn't want to lose. No. And I think Ohio State probably wants to win. Ooh. Ooh. Well, my hot take. But, uh, huh. Ohio State taking this one. Oh. What? Oh, what? <laughs> I'm agreeing with Lawrence. Michigan's coming out on top. Yeah, Michigan. Oof. Ohio State knows what they need. I don't no, even think Michigan. I don't no. even think Michigan is going to prepare for Dwayne Haskins. They're just going to let him be and pick him off. Going to the Big Ten championship. You definitely not going to the college football playoffs. You don't come out of that game with a win. Both of these teams are ten and one. But yeah, Ohio but, State knows what they're playing for. No, but, Michigan but Ohio they're State's they're a dumpster for. fire. And by the way, they can they are the only team that can, that can be considered a dumpster fire at 10 and 1. But the thing is that if Ohio State wins And Michigan's only loss. And Michigan is Notre Dame. Is going to be their second loss of the season. I I think they won't put a Big 10 school in the college football playoffs. And I already hate how some things are already going for the Big 10. You want to tell me they won't put an 11 and 1 Ohio State in the college football playoffs? Who are yeah. they going to put in in their place? They won't. If, They're going to put happens, in Ohio State. Go, I, I, Alabama's so, going to make it. Clemson. Clemson's going to make it. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to make Oklahoma. it. And Oklahoma. You think Oklahoma's going to go over an 11-1 Ohio State team? Probably. It's possible. What's, what's Oklahoma at? I mean, what, what, what are they What's at? their record? What's their record? I have no idea. Because, like, my hot take... I don't want to see the college football playoffs expand to like six or eight teams. The four teams is fine. It's just that the way how they've been selecting teams the last couple of years has just been like whack, and I don't, I didn't like it. But last year was like okay, it was fun. Georgia versus Alabama for the national title, but like, come on, there needs to be more like 
discussion. I know why Ohio State didn't get in last year because they lost to Oklahoma at home and then get wrecked by Iowa. Oklahoma soon as our 10 and 1. And who they got? Who they got left? West Virginia, 13th ranked. So they're going to play West Virginia and then they probably got to play West Virginia again? Yeah. You really think the Sooners are walking out with less than two losses? Nah, you know what? I could see him. I could see him winning. You think I can that see him winning? Oklahoma Sooners are beating West Virginia twice. They have a high sure. candidate quarterback <laughs> and a man, a coach named Lincoln Riley, being their, their play caller. Their only loss is to Texas, and Texas that, isn't a good football team. Exactly. Hey, Texas is back, people. <laughs> Tell me now that you would take a 11-2 and Oklahoma Sooner team over a, I'll say it now, 12-1 and Ohio no, State team. I'm saying that I won't take them. I want a, like, a Big Ten team to get into the college football playoff, either Michigan or Ohio State. But the thing is that that committee, I don't know Do what you think the committee will take a 11-2 and Sooner team over a 12-1 and Ohio State team? Possibly, unless Ohio State wins the Big Ten. That's what I'm saying. Whoever wins this Michigan-Ohio State game is going to win the Big Ten Championship. Northwestern won't shoot themselves in the foot, but they don't need to for those two teams to go in and run all over them. Michigan and Ohio State are the best two teams in the Big Ten. And Michigan's going to win. I don't I don't care if you think Ohio State's a dumpster fire. They are one of the best two teams in the Big Ten. And this is the week that we will see who the Big Ten champion is. All right. And whose defense cannot produce right now? Ohio State's. Do you think they're going to show up to a big game like this? Michigan's defense is going to show up to a game like this. I know Michigan's going to show up. But don't count Ohio State out. Don't do it. I'm I'm not saying 100% they're going to cut them out. I'm saying Michigan's just going to have an... More than there enough to. There are three people around this table who would take Michigan over Ohio State, no matter what I say. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying that <laughs> to me, this game's a coin toss. Ohio State don't want to lose like this. But they will. Urban Meyer doesn't want to lose like this. But he will. Don't count Ohio State out. There's my hot take. All right. Is that it? <laughs> That's about it. All right. Thank you to all the listeners who are tuning in. Laurent's already left early. You're just tuning in now. But uh, we'll wrap this up. Ho- your hosts today are Laurent, who just left. Myself, Jason. I'm Wyatt. And Griffin, who actually predicted Syracuse to upset Notre Dame last week. Um, Big oh, oh. And they said, oh. Griffin, stop disrespecting us. You wrong most. <laughs> Bye. All right. Please tune in for another episode. May, we may do a special for National Signing Day or other group for sports, but stay tuned for more episodes. Why not the, the Big Ten Championship? And the Big Ten Championship. Let's do the Big Ten Championship. Right? I don't want to do that. But also, happy Thanksgiving. Have a fun day going on Black Friday shopping and on t- Thursday night and Cyber Monday. And also, it's Hate Week. It's Axe Week. Let's get the Axe! We're beating the Badgers. Bye. Bye.